Hello, you. Welcome back to the Ollie Skelton Show, Everyone Rates. Exciting guest, dude, Melanie Bracewell. Now, if you don't know Melanie, she is a comedian, actor, GK in netball, and current duo host of Channel 10's Cheap Seats here in Australia. She's just so funny. I don't know. It felt like I was talking to an old high school friend. We chat comedy, boomers, the fact that my nose lacks cartilage, and share a bit of nostalgia over Bebo, scene fringes, and Vine. Rest in peace. I had a ball, and I hope you do too. Toss a podcast, episode 11. Here we go. Okay, welcome back to the Ollie Skelton show that everybody rates. The acronym for that is Tosser. I'm in a suit today. Melanie just realized what the acronym was. And why wouldn't I be? I wanted to make this uh, the guest feel uncomfortable. As, <laughs> as at home as you can when she's on the screen. Uh, I would like to introduce my next guest. Comedian. Mm. Impressionist. Okay. I don't really. Impressionist. I know, but if it, you just do one person, uh, I don't want to make it seem like I'm like. Jacinta <laughs> Ardena. Yeah. Netballer. Mm-hmm. Deputy vice school. What the hell? This Dep- is so weird. What was it called again? Deputy vice. I was, it was not deputy vice. That means it's too. <laughs> Deputy from the vice. That's just like you're no one. I was the deputy head girl at Birkenhead College. Shout out Birkenhead, man. Mm-hmm. Deputy head girl, mm-hmm. which I want to get into that because that's a bizarre title to me. <laughs> Netballer. Mm-hmm. Can I make a guess I, I, of, of, of the my pos- position? Yeah. I have posted on social media, so if you're correct, I I'm feel just like gonna it's going to be in cheating, my subconscious. But you guess. Is it GA? Okay, you're wrong. So, <laughs> so we'll never know if you cheated or not. <laughs> goalkeeper. Um, goalkeeper. Oh, goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. That's a that's yeah. a tough. I actually fucked myself up. If you can tell, like my thumb is so swollen. Yeah. You had your grand final um, recently. It was the preliminary final yeah. yesterday. Did we had the final? We won, and I got on a plane and like 15 minutes before it was supposed to leave. That so is baller to it was crazy. all your teammates. I just was, be like, yeah. I gotta catch a plane. I really and I felt bad because I couldn't do the like good game thing at the end. I had to be like. Like I looked like the most arrogant person ever. And then straight to the Toss podcast, which yeah, exactly. I appreciate <laughs> yeah. that being the You're reason welcome. that you got yeah. on the plane. Yeah. Oh, well, you got to let me do my this. Okay, thing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You go. Cheap seater. Okay. Journalist. Absolutely. I feel like if I claim that, then we're going to have lawyers on our back. Like. <laughs> no, but I, I want to introduce the great, humble, funny, talented Melanie Bracewell. Melanie Bracewell, thank Yay, you for coming on the Toss podcast. No, I appreciate that so much. So, deputy. <laughs> when did you find this out? Have you like got my yearbook? No, we do our research. Wikipedia is a hell of a site. It really wasn't that hard. Okay, all right, fair enough. Maybe I've maybe I've bragged about it too much. Yeah. Every publication. I was actually a deputy head girl. What is the role of the deputy to the head girl? That's a good question. I feel like look, this is gonna be a bombshell. Feel like we did the same thing. Right. I felt like it was just a label. Right. And I remember when I got Chosen as deputy head girl it was oh, top secret. No one could know. And then someone got me with that trick and they just came up to me and they said, congratulations. And I said, I was like, oh, how do you know? And then they were like, I know now. They, I, that's all I remember was that I felt like I fucked it like day one that I gave it away. Because oh. it hadn't been announced at some special ceremony yet. And did you have to have a, a campaign? No, it wasn't voted on. It was just chosen by the principal. What? I know. Yeah, that would have been cooler. The goody two-shoes <laughs> girl is getting the head girl. Yeah. It was basically, yeah, you did the same thing. One of us got to MC the sports awards and won the arts awards. Right. 
and I managed to um, weasel my way into doing the sports awards because it's more fun. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Rock on, dude. Also, the Bracewell bloodline mm-hmm. that you get the, the the tallness. The height, yeah. Which is going to just immediately as soon as you're at the age of nine, it's, well, you're going to be a netballer. Mm-hmm. You're going to be a basketballer. Mm-hmm. What was your netball? What, like it's, it, it's part of a persona. Yeah. And- it's I almost just like I've always played sport and then – I just kind of in the last couple of years made it my entire personality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you just like, And yeah. was it like, so you obviously, you grew up with it, you know, did you make states? Did you make? Yeah. I reached a point in club netball where I'd play against, like there would be t- people in our club team that played professionally, yeah. but I'd never played professionally. Right. But I also, um, I started comedy right as I was sort of hitting my peak of netball mm-hmm. And I just became really lazy, so yeah. I just couldn't. I just couldn't have time to train and things. So yeah. I just... from a comedy aspect, Jerry Seinfeld, comedian, <laughs> he he always says, um, "Comedy it cannot be taught, and that it is inherent in us." Do you think that comedy is nature or is it nurture? That's a good question. Mm. Wow. That was that was beautiful. I didn't even have to look at the notes. So. Um, I think it's a mixture of both. I always thought like I was funny at school and things mm. like that. And then there was people that I was like, oh, they're not funny. Mm-hmm. But then you see them chatting to their friends and they're all laughing and mm. they're laughing at each other. Mm. And they just have an entirely different sense of humor and right. what they find funny. Yeah. And so you just go like, oh, it's it's kind of arrogant to say like, I've clocked the one way to be funny. Yeah. Um. So I think it's a bit of both. I think you can learn in a way in the sense that I've definitely gotten better over time. Right. Like you can learn how to like, you learn the structures and the rules of it. Yeah. But I think there are some people that I think even with like all of the comedy senseis in the world wouldn't be able to write a joke. Yeah. I also find there's a difference between like a reaction comedian or a person that is funny that is reacting to what is presented to them Mm -hmm. to uh, somebody that is proactive in writing a bit of comedy or forming a joke. I think that they're two completely what different. What would you say that you are? Because you're very funny. Well, that's, see, I like that compliment, but it makes me insecure because. <laughs> you sunk so <laughs> deep into your chair. <laughs> you're just like. It's not my Wikipedia page. Yeah. It's just, no, I find that the idea of me <laughs> saying to someone, number one, saying I am a comedian. Yeah. Number two, getting on a stage. Dude, that would be the scariest thing ever to me to say, hello, I'm about to be funny. Yes. That is the scariest part of comedy, especially when you start. Yeah. And when you haven't said anything you're about to say out loud in front of anyone. Yeah. But then as you do it, you learn learn how crowds react to things. Yeah. And you can be fine. And I think you'd be fine. I just, would you ever do it? It is like... I want to say it was the scariest thing ever. When I did it for the first time, I felt sick. I was like at my friend's dorm at uni and just like walking around and like eating all her food because she like <laughs> she like gets like her lunch every every day or something and then like I was just like eating her like her food just like oh why did I do this? This is like so overwhelming. I can't even bear to think of doing this. I'm I'm crazy. And, and then it went great. It was fun. And what was the audience? And did you let your friends? Come and watch. Did you want the support? 
My friends didn't come, but my family came. Oh my god! Yeah, I know that's <laughs> weird. I've got a, I've, a lot of people go. Oh, I did comedy and I didn't tell anyone. I don't think I could do that. Mm. I think by having my family come or even just be aware that I was doing it, it was just like made me have to do it. Right. Whereas if I just didn't tell anyone, then I might just pull out at the last minute. It wouldn't matter. There'd be no consequence really. Yeah, it's like no one would be like you pussy. Like, yeah, freaking <laughs> yeah. lizard. See, that's what I would feel like. I you would have put yourself in such a bigger firing line by being on reality television. But I didn't know. Didn't I really know. didn't. <laughs> I really didn't know. You you but weren't aware of like previous seasons of Maps. I'd never seen it. You'd never seen it. I'd never seen it. And I, you know that, oh, there's villains and you're going to cop all this and it's like such a, it's a popular show. But until you don't know the magnitude mm. until it's 12 a.m. and you're still going through every Twitter Oh, gosh. Hashtag. You can't do that. I was lucky mm. in that I mean, it, you, was, yeah. it was a net positive. Yeah, totally. A net positive is what mm-hmm. we're, because if you go looking for the bad ones, you'll find it yeah, totally. and it'll rock you. There's ones that go right through your soul. <laughs> the good thing that, I, were you going to share one? Because I want to know. Yeah, I want to I share, I share sh- one. Yeah. So there was this one, this motherfucker. I don't know what I mean. <laughs> I, I've screenshot it. And, yeah, and I have I, a little folder yeah. of like, it's always, anytime someone's mean, I look at their profile picture and it's always a really old man. And they're like, Although, like, the, the phone's, like... Yeah, the- totally. And they've got about 12 different borders, like, on Facebook of, like, different or, things. Like, or they've got we the same then, photo, like- just at different Zooms. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like- you're like, dude, they're, like, five years apart as well. <laughs> totally. So why, what decision did you <laughs> make you that I've got to do this again just a bit closer? But, yeah, I've got a burn book. I've got, mm-hmm. my, I've got my photo album version of a burn book. Mm-hmm. And this lady said... Um, what does she say? This um, she goes, she like kind of talks about each one of the cast members. First one, she's like, Evelyn just isn't Matt's flavor. Da, da, da. Hugo has a receding chin, da, 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 which I didn't even know. So then I was like, oh, that poor motherfucker does. And then. A receding uh, chin makes it seem like it's going to get smaller and smaller it, over time. It's <laughs> <laughs> it's got nothing. It's amazing. Like, it's, it's amazing how much a chin really affects what. You've got a great chin. I'll take that. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You haven't seen it. Anyway. Um, <laughs> but so th- she's, she says, Ollie has depressed eyes. Um, but the one that got me the most was he has no cartilage in his nose. And that's really pissing me off. And the way you just reacted then, you saw it. You no, saw it. I don't think that that's bad. Like, I think that's fine. There's nothing wrong with having... You've got a normal amount of cartilage in your nose, I feel. That is not a normal amount of cartilage in my nose. What's happened? I'm not sure. I was born with it. I broke my nose like three times in basketball, so I I would never. No, see, you have a gorgeous nose. Mine, no, honestly, that is a gorgeous nose. Symmetrical. My one is, see, the problem is we're going to go into our insecurities (laughs) and then it's just going to be like freaking, but um, what else I have? Um... Was I supposed to prepare something? No, I actually got notes. Okay, yeah, great. That's a napkin. That's a paper towel. Oh, God. Uh, this is so funny. This is like, you're like a divorced dad or something. So <laughs> <laughs> like, I like thought, trying to relate to your child. I, Just I, like, I, oh, what, what should we talk uh, about? Hey, what about technology, man? You know, <laughs> I hate those boomers with the frames. Um, um, Australian politics, bloody boring, isn't it? <laughs> I don't. 
Why would you? Why would you present a topic that you already think is boring? Do you know what? <laughs> oh, this is decided. great. See, I don't even have the note. Yeah. But he, the best part was I put in bloody boring. Okay, yeah, bloody right. boring, isn't it? You went. This is going to be a great talking point. So you come from New Zealand. You're there before you get the the lovely cheap seats role. Yeah, which is doing it different. Can I just say? You're doing it different. Cheap Seas is doing it different. Yeah, the project sucks ass, dog. Everyone compares us to the project, but then I also think that Channel 10 on a podium talking about news. Yes, I guess so. We're sort of on a podium, I guess. It's a podium esque, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's a desk. Not a podium. Yeah, yeah, You're not yeah. Deputy Vice Girl <laughs> speaking on behalf of the Sports Second. Award. I think I got my fly undone. I'm just going to zip that one Okay, but wow. Anyway. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting choice. You're like, I'm going to dress up so hard, but I will be almost naked. So my partner, Tani, from the show, before mm-hmm. I leave, I go, Your leave. wife? Well, uh, <laughs> it's not legally blind- binding, but it is in the US. It was legally binding in New Zealand for the first season. Season. And then they had to, like, for the second season, be like, oh, we shouldn't do that. God, no. Yeah. So they are actually married and had to get, like, their marriages, like, had to get divorced. Yeah. Aside from the day, it is anything but a wedding. Yeah. Aside from the wedding day, it's it's like. It's, that's just the shock factor. Yeah. So it, yeah. Exactly. So it's like the big. I loved how your guys' wedding was, like, millennials. Like, what would they, they like neon. <laughs> Like, it was grungy, man. Grungy. Like we got garage. graffiti on the wall, dude. <laughs> exactly. And Tani's walking by this yeah. big thing that says hope, but there's a floral thing yeah. the whole time that is covering the pee. And it just says hope. <laughs> as she's walking, dude, I'm like, what the? Who fucking greenlit that scene? And you know the editor is just like, nobody's going to see this. <laughs> um what are we talking about? My ADHD, man. I feel like I've diagnosed myself <laughs> on TikTok as well. <laughs> are you? Do you? Are you officially ADHD? Oh yeah, 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 big time. Yeah, big time. I probably had it my whole life. Yeah. Uh, well, obviously, it's not just gonna. You got it. Yeah. But or maybe it is. It. I'm not 100 sure. Um, but no, it's one of those things where I, I was. I started getting medicated probably 18 months ago. Okay. Um, yeah. but. I have just run out of my script. And it's like, you ever seen Limitless? You know, <laughs> yes. Bradley Cooper? Yes. Oh, I go write the book. Yeah. That is what I'm feeling right now. Really? But you it, feel like the medication was holding you back? No, the medication was amazing. <laughs> I'm off it at the moment. I'm off it. But, but you but, feel like you're in Limitless also before he's had the pill. Okay, yes, all right. Even when he's withdrawing off it. Yeah, you know? okay, yeah. You know? It's like, you seen Painkiller? No, this, this is what happens. I go everywhere. I go everywhere. It's fun. And we got a freaking like a bonsai tree. Just trim it back. Where were we at? We were at, we were at your millennial wedding and how it wasn't I, legally binding. I swear we were at one more before I feel that. like we were as well. Can you get there? Because you said my partner, Tani, and, that, and I corrected you I, saying wife, and then now we're here. Oh, God. Can you remember the last one before that? <laughs> Because I'm this, I feel like I'm dying, like, I feel like you are my doctor in the chair across the room. <laughs> no, we were talking cheap seats. Cheap seats. We're on a podium. You like me better than the project. You said it. Yes. And Tim. Yeah. And I didn't actually know Tim's name on the red carpet. Really? Yep. And he said, hey, Ollie. I said, hey, you. And it was, uh, I didn't know Tim's name for the first sort of three episodes. Of handsome man. Beautiful man. Yeah. Lovely um, guy. But so you get this, like, how are they like, 
Is there a few people that you're in competition to be a cheap seater against? Weirdly, no. So me, Tim, Maldrasina, and then at the time, Titus O'Reilly, we filmed a pilot. First it was just me and Tim just filming a pilot, and then we introduced those guys to be like entertainment and sport. And it was just like, oh, it was good. So it was weird. It was like they never tried anyone else. We just did it, and then they showed it to Channel 10. And I heard some story that, like, the producer was like, if you like it, well, maybe you can have it kind of thing. Right. Kind of like a real, like, hard bargain. Right. Yeah, but it was cool because it was just like you never feel powerful. What do you mean you never feel powerful? Well, just like in the sense that a lot of the time you're at the, the beck and call of the networks. Right. So then to have a product and be like, hmm, you want us? Yeah. It feels like it's kind of cool. Is and we were just replacing like NCIS repeat, repeats that were on at that slot. Look, so that's it's not tough, like <laughs> that's tough competition, though. <laughs> but it's not like we were like we had it had to cancel a show for right. our slot to be yeah. There. And like was a, there like a thing where? Well, I guess it was probably a behind the scenes things where they're like, hey, we got the. And I know you don't like the project comparison, but was there no, like this? I don't this, mind the project comparison. No, you said that you hate the project or something. That's what I remember. <laughs> no, it's a joke. We can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> Willie, <laughs> if you're watching this, no. The thing with the project is it's on every night. Yeah. Our show was on every night. You better believe it would not be as funny mm. as it is. Right. Because we have like a week's worth of content that mm. we scour through. Mm. But if it was, yeah, people are like, we, you should be at the cheap seats on every night. Right. Like, then it would be shit. It's, it would be fucking It'd be hard. hard. It's so hard. And we're not live, so, I mean, I probably shouldn't say that either. Like we I record can't... like an hour before. And then oh, we, right, we an hour before. Mm. How many's in the writing team? It, this is a weird thing because we do have researchers that help us find clips. Yeah. But Tim and I write the whole show. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. So we just essentially like they'll they'll people will be like, Oh, this is I watch Sunrise, here's yeah. some clips and we'll look through and yeah. then we'll send the theme. We'll be like, Okay, the Matildas this week and then yeah. we just write the show on a Monday. Right. So we just yeah, we kinda do it, which I don't think people expect. I think people expect we just sort of turn up and sit down and I read think it's, it's funny like and I'm only just peering back the curtain of, you know, behind the scenes in the television. Uh, what's going on? Have got into- I was just at the Blair restaurant. Um, I think people think that these ma- these productions or these things on television are like yeah. massive and there's a crazy team behind this completely polished product. But in the end, people are just like, we got other shit going on. Yeah. Um, do what you got to do. And Totally. Get it on air. And is it a bit rogue, like the whole, like the finished product is getting there just chaos? Sometimes it's so weird on a Monday. We'll just be sitting there and we're like, we've got a lot of clips about fish this week. Should we do a fish segment? And then we have to like call a producer and then they've got to talk to like a a special effects team to make an intro for it. And I sometimes record Tim explaining what we want because it's so stupid. He's like, um, so if we could have sort of like three fish sort of go past and like maybe some bubbles come up and it says fish o'clock. And it's just like, it's some stupidest shit. And then that's just that's, on TV. That's and so I, funny. Yeah, just your brainchild of, totally. it's, can we just have a couple of fishes? And yeah, then it comes. and then someone whose job it is to like fully animate something like that, it's just like they do it, they do it in like a day. And I love sound and like special effects. They just seem so sick of everyone, sick of just like the, the people that are on the front of the television. It's like I remember we had like cameramen mm-hmm. and a soundie and they're always just like, 
They just could not be asked with our shit. I think it would be worse for reality TV. (laughs) Yeah, I would say worse for reality TV. But our crew are so good. Like, we'll give them the, like, the stupidest thing. Like, we we have these clips of Jade Kotick from Channel 10, and every time she does a weather report, she looks like she's, like, stood up on a date because she's sitting there and there's always, like, two glasses of wine. And she's sitting there being like, we've got a high of 13. And we found all these clips of her sitting by herself by a fireplace. And then we were like, oh, can we film one where um, she's doing the weather report and Tim walks in and, like, says there's a seat taken. And the crew were like, amazing. And they're like, oh, we're going to have this TV that's got a fireplace on it. Like they like got stuck in and it looked incredible. Like they loved having this little project to do. And it's just for such a silly reason. Yeah. It's fun. All right. What else I got? (laughs) Have you ever had a conversation before? (laughs) This is really, (laughs) how were you on it, on your wedding to a stranger? Were you just like... Um, I don't yeah, know if you saw. They could have made that a lot worse for me. You they, you came across well. I, I mean, you guys are the golden couple yeah, of, but the, of the experiment. I honestly believe if Tani hadn't have laughed at my jokes, mm. I would be my mate Rupert. Oh, you would be sweating. And <laughs> I laughed so much at Rupert's wedding. But it's not. I feel so. <laughs> do you honestly think somebody said hello anyway? <laughs> do you honestly think that that was the conversation? <laughs> He's I, I mean, this is you pulling back the curtain. I don't want it. I don't want like, He is, is a little smart ass. He pisses me off <laughs> at how much of a smart ass he is. He's not going. He was nervous. Granted, he was <laughs> nervous. Evelyn was giving him nothing. Evelyn is also just so beautiful that oh, I would gorgeous. probably do the same thing, I think. I, I honestly think it was the cameras, and I think he <laughs> loves to be the guy giving his mates shit. Uh, hello. Yeah. <laughs> I laughed yeah. so much. The, like, subtitles being incoherent mumbling. There's a few different versions of it, right? we got a conspiracy that they've sped it up or they've blurred the – because sometimes you hear it perfectly. He goes <laughs> – How's your hands? How are they? And sometimes it's... Totally normal thing to say. <laughs> That's true, actually. That's How's true. your hands? How are they? Yeah, uh, you're right. He is a, he's a charismatic. <laughs> Honestly, he's a little shithead. And I am a I am an advocate of Rupert is normal guy. Um, yeah, I, I believe that now. But, but watching the wedding, it did make me laugh so much. And then they at the end when they do their final vows or whatever, they tried to make it, you know, a full 360 to the, back to where it all began. And it was a completely normal interaction. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they did like, they did him dirty again where he was like, maybe one time he tripped over his words. He was like, duh, duh. and they just kept going back to that throughout the <laughs> fucking thing. And he's like, when am I going to cut a break with this fucking thing? <laughs> so anyway, so my funny. notes, come on, man. Let okay, me go. Let all me right. Go. What have we got? So it says you grew up in New Zealand. What was that like? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you are an that alien that, that has never talked that, to another human being before. Uh, the, <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld said, no, I've done that one. Uh, <laughs> Manscaped have a lot of different products and they are today's sponsor, the Lawnmower 4.0. When I say this is a hell of a tool to shave your downstairs area. I'm not lying. If you want to get it for yourself or your partner, toss it 20 is the discount code. Furthermore, it's not just your downstairs area that Manscaped covers. It's also your nostrils. The Weed Whacker. The Weed Whacker, highly recommended tool. You don't have to pluck. 
You don't have to sneeze. You don't have to have the crying in your eyes. Toss a 20, manscaped.com at the checkout for 20% off this product. Done everything you need to with your downstairs area in terms of the shaving part, but you want it to look, you want it to smell even better. I recommend what I'm using, the Crop Preserver, which is a ball deodorant. And you think about it. You never actually think that they need deodorant. Then actually think about it. By golly gosh, they do. Furthermore, why do I keep saying furthermore? Additionally, the ball toner. And this is a nice little smell. It's like a nice, it's like you're walking around with a cologne on your balls. And you wouldn't do that usually because it would burn. But this, being the toner that it is, really helps. So all those products you can get at manscaped.com. And if you use the code TOSSER20, you get 20% off. That's right, 20% off. Dare I say it, do we know what's coming up? It is Father's Day. What better message can you send your dad than, hey, I'm going to get you the weed whacker because I see those nose hairs every day and they're peeing me off. Or your boyfriend, if you know him intimately and you're not happy with what he's, <laughs> and you're not happy with what he's showing up with. Manscaped.com, that's the place to do it. Toss a 20 in the checkout, all capitals. Do yourself a favor. It's just in time. Celebrate with Manscaped. So we're born in the same year. You're 95, baby. Too. 95, Doug. Sick. Yeah, dude, you know what it is. And um, did you ever listen to Sister to Sister? <laughs> no, what is that? My sister, sister, someone who can tame a do you like them? They're, I don't know them. Okay, who was your favourite band growing um, growing up? My first CD I owned was Panic at the Disco, so that would probably be wow. my. Yeah. You know what mine was? Chingy, right there. Wow. Yep. Was it just the single? Or was that a whole album? I think it was just a single. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I remember putting it in the car. I was six and my mum going, no. No, we're not doing this. Like, because I was trying to be right there, right, right there. <laughs> um, so were you like, so Panic at the Disco? Mm-hmm. Did you have yourself a scene fringe? I did. I kind of. I was a Tumblr girly, so I think I okay. wanted to be like that. And then I sort of experimented with just a side fringe, right? And I sort of would like maybe straighten it, yeah. And I just went, I don't have the face for this. <laughs> like, there's some people that can pull it off that are like very sceny. Girls yeah. and I just was like, I can't do it, and I'm too like tall and like it could still gangly. work, dude. Like, <laughs> I'm not like a, a little little. Did you yeah. have any? Um, so you had a digital camera. What was your go-to pose for a selfie that you're putting on Facebook? That's a good point. I I think I was um I, when I had a digital camera, I wasn't concerned with being attractive at that stage of my life. You know, when you oh, just like right. don't care anymore. So, so a lot of Oh, right, right, right. A so, lot of like wide face, yeah, like, like, like yeah, jumping yeah, off yeah. the trampoline, yes, sort of. Like, yeah. So many jumping photos. Yeah. A lot of jumping photos. Um, yeah. I would often like invite a friend over so yeah. that we could take photos of jumping course. off the deck. Yeah. Yeah. Something, there's always a bin doing something, like the green yeah. bin or something. Yeah. Or like you're like, like this and then someone behind. And then behind. Yeah, that was a bit of fun. And it's never 100% yeah, correct. Yeah, exactly. Someone's they're sort of always hovering like they're about. Cut, they're, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so a lot of trick photography. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, yeah. I, 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 what um, about you? What was your go-to? Oh, that's. <laughs> I love how you was like really upset. Like you were the person that brought this up. Obviously it's going to come back to you. <laughs> yeah. didn't think about a return serve. Yeah. No, um, honestly. 
You know I hit it with these ones. Oh, yes. Oh, like at this, like, would all you and your friends, like, before you went to the school ball or something, like, just yeah, be like. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And then that's I cool. would. Oh. That's cool, man. That's, that is, that is high school cool. And then I would also have the, for some reason I'd always do this. Yeah, that's, that's friendly. That's fun though. That's like not as cringe as I thought it was going to be. This is pretty cringe. That is bro. a bit cringe. Like more cringe would be like if you like drew a mustache on your finger and you were like. You and how that? was that when you did that? <laughs> I didn't do that, but I remember <coughs> thinking that's what cool girls do. Yes, I thought it was cool too. Yeah. Or they this. Or yes. Like, like, well, they like write something on their hand and yep. like a lot of pen based. Yes. You know what they need to bring back? Yeah. The telling a story over an emotional music going, hi. I'm the. Oh, yes, with the paper. Oh my gosh. That was iconic. It was like a love actually sort of thing. You may think that I'm happy inside, but I have depression. No, that's yes. fucked. But that's what they were about. They were um, always like that. MySpace song that you had. For your profile. So I was never a MySpace girly. What, the flip? I was a Bebo girly. I don't know if you remember Bebo. I do remember Bebo. I had a Bebo account. Yeah, I had Bebo and it would be, I would put on um, funny little, like if you had a video section, like I'd find the funniest YouTube video that I'd seen that week and put it in. Did you ever dabble in funny junk? Yes. (laughs) I used to love funny (laughs) junk. It was like the original memes. but Yeah. a lot of Funny junk was amazing. And I had it as like. I want to say it was a Chrome extension before Chrome extensions existed. Wow, where, that's so crazy where, What? And it was like I'd, every day it would mm. pop up. It was probably a virus to be fair. But every day it would pop up before I even entered the Internet Explorers. Yeah. And it would have top videos of the day just like in wow. a little. Yeah. That's cool, man. Thanks, man. I, I um, loved Funny Junk. I also loved um, Cyanide and Happiness a lot. I used oh, to always look at their comics, their I daily comics. I forgot about that. When you started that saying, I was like, what Explosive.net. Explos- yeah, Cyanide and Happiness, very funny. Yeah. Um, okay, favourite Vine ever. There's one where, where um, someone toots their horn and some, the grandma walking <laughs> past throws the milk. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> iconic. <laughs> That is a good one. Yeah. Um, you know what was a classic mm-hmm. that I really loved? Because you said toot toot and it reminded me of boom boom, I'm in my mum's car. car. Everybody, that one uh, went so big that know, she became I'm, a character. I know. I'm trying to find Nisha. Another good one is um, there's like someone, a mum like filming some deer, like deer, and then um, there's a sneeze. And she goes, oh, John. He goes, I sneeze. I'm not allowed to sneeze. Because <laughs> of all the deer scatter. You haven't seen that one? I see that. Nice. Oh, no, it's nice one, Ron. <laughs> yeah. I see that. <laughs> it's a classic. It's a classic. Oh, okay. One of my favorites is when the guy's like, hey, so what we're doing today is, uh, I can't believe you've done this. Yes, and what that's love, a good one. What I love about I can't believe you've done this, mm. the fact, I was like, why is this funny? And I was thinking about, why is that funny? Yeah. And it's because he has already processed the incident and the <laughs> abuse already by the time that he says his first thing. Yeah. So he doesn't say, I can't believe you did that. It's, I can't believe you've done this. Yeah. Like, and I've, it's like so quick and so articulate yes. as well. Yeah. <laughs> and I want a little bit of context. Mm. He's got like a thing around his head or something. He's wearing glasses. <laughs> There's something happening. Yeah. 
Oh, did you have ABC Kids? Um, in, no, not in New Zealand. Uh, no, we don't have ABC in New Zealand. So we do don't. Have, so we have different channels in New Zealand. So we've got TV One, TV Two, TV Three. Anyway, um, so what was your worst bombing experience like? <laughs> right now, um, no, I. Oh God, I always have a different story. I feel like when people ask this question, but the one <sighs> that I always asking come back one that to, oh, this is just that's a shitty journalist question, isn't it? Well, it is. The two questions that I get all the time is like, when's, okay. where's the I, I worst gig one. you've ever done? I, I got another one. Well, okay. Where do you get your ideas from? Okay. <laughs> How do you remember it all? <laughs> I can't oh. believe I asked you what's your worst Bobby experience. You can't. It's fine. They're usually, they're usually funny stories. Yeah, but you're going to give me that answer that you've... That you've... I'll go into autopilot. Yeah. So do you want to know or not? I want your second worst Bobby experience. This is this is actually very recent, and I don't think it was a bomb, but I think it was the worst gig I've had in a while. Right, where I watched the Matildas beat France. Oh God, that's <laughs> recent. No, but the reason why it sticks in my head is like this is probably going to sound really arrogant, but like I haven't bombed in so long because right. people just like even if I'm just kind of working something out, people are so nice and they see me on TV and they're just really good crowds. Yeah, like <sighs> Melbourne crowds are just like the nicest crowds right. ever that I'm scared I'm getting worse at comedy because of right. how nice they are. So I haven't had a bad experience in ages. Watch the Tillies beat France. Then I was like, oh, I've got to do this corporate gig for a company that's like sells fasteners. Whoa. <laughs> like nuts and bolts and things to like, Mechanics, and That's I was a like, crowd, "This is dude. gonna be hell," <laughs> and it was. And it was just, I don't mind emceeing an event because you just like, oh, you just go with it. You're just like, you can have banter to do with the night. Yeah. it's fun. There's not a lot of pressure. Yeah, but when they go, all right, your first act is a contortionist, and then the contortionist does their act, and your second act is is comedian Melanie Bracewell. And then you've just got to do comedy for 20 minutes when they don't really want that. They just want to eat their dinner and chat. Yeah. So you're just interrupting their conversation with trying to be funny. So that was horrible. And then I went home and it was fine. I didn't die on my ass, but I just am used to doing so well. Right. So corporate gigs, it's not going to be as fun. It's never going to be fun. But you get the cheese. You get the cheese. And exactly. is the cheese be better than like a normal... It's like, I guess, doing a sponsored ad on Instagram. You go, like, I don't really right. like that. This is not my passion. Right. This no, I not... love all the sponsored ads that I do. Manscaped. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but when you've got to do, like, a video where you're being very authentic about a product. Yeah, yeah. Um, and not that I, I really get them anyway. I find it hard. I want to do something that is authentically me. I want to do something funny for, like, an ad. Yes. But I feel like the marketing managers, especially from mm. reality TV, they don't want that. And they also don't even get social media a lot of the time. They're like, you need to say all of these talking points. Mm -hmm. And I am like, the vaguer you are, the more it'll blow up. Yeah. An ad that you enjoy yeah. barely mentions the product. Yes, exactly. And yeah. You, yeah. If, but if you're like, and then the reason I it, use this yes. skin cream is because of the viscosity. Uh, like, just, Yeah. It's I, I give, I hang shit on, on Tani, my wife. I did not do that. We've got another impressionist <laughs> in our midst. <laughs> Holly Skelton, uh, voiceover artist, yes. impressionist, Hello. impressionist, Hello. podcast host. Do you know what? Husband. Can I, 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 I had like, I had this idea 
had this dream of, and maybe that's where the suit is coming from, to be honest, of me doing the Trump and you doing a Jacinta Ardern. Um, this and- is the thing. This is so stupid. Uh, no, I, before I shut down your dream, you you keep going and then I'll shut your dream no, that, down. No, that, that, was, that was it. The thing with my impression right. was, this is why I find it so funny. I think Australians don't get it. It's like I use makeup to like make my face look like Jacinda. But oh. I didn't change my voice at all. I just spoke as I speak. So I don't even Ugh. really do an impression. But every time I come to Australia, people are like, oh, do you just sit there? I'm like, that's just my voice. I just have a New Zealand accent. Like you think that I'm doing an impression, but do, I'm just speaking as myself. Do you know what else sucks? It's mm. like when people say do the impression, it's very dance monkey dance, isn't it? That's what kills me the most. <laughs> It's so funny seeing you say this while you're in a suit. It's just like something that like I just feel used. Uh, yeah, it, it's like somebody would be like, like we did the we did the Today Show, and they're like, and what about John Aiken? You like John Aiken? And they're like, oh no, I was like, you want me to do the thing, don't you? And then it works if you're like talking about that person, mm, and it comes up yes. naturally. It's like the Bart. I didn't do it. Yeah, exactly. Remember yeah, when yeah, they're yeah, like, of course. I remember for a second then you're like, what? Yeah, the and they're fuck? like, say it. And then say he the says thing. it. Yeah. Who are your comedic influences? The thing is, like, I, I have a few that are like mainstream, but my favorites yeah, you yeah. just wouldn't have heard of. Yeah, maybe, no, maybe I have. I, do you know Tignataro? Yes, I do. You do? Yes, I do. Okay. Yes, I do. I do. I do. I do. I do. Do you actually? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> You're lying. Ch- no, no, no. I promise you I know the name. I know Tick the name. Taro has, if you look up her, um, she did a 30-minute, like, audio comedy recording about, like, two weeks after she was diagnosed with cancer and did, oh like, God. a half-an-hour routine on it that is, like, ridiculously funny. And to be like, how did you write that in, like, two weeks? Talks about how she had a double mastectomy. Oh, and yeah, before I- that, she... Um, used to always make fun of her boobs for being so small. Yeah. And she's, like, worried that maybe her boobs overheard her and were like, you know what, we're sick of this shit. Let's kill her. <laughs> and it's great. It's That's, a great bit. Have you met Tig? I haven't met Tig, but I have met Maria Bamford. When she um, – she does, like, a lot – she's very zany. She does a lot of kind of, like, weird voices and, like, does impressions of her family – and um, she's her natural voice is very high pitched, so she kind of talks like this. She's just really funny, and she did every time she goes to a new city, she does a tweet being like, "I want to run my show to one person to see if it makes sense in this city." And so she was in Melbourne, and she did the tweet, and I saw it like quickly enough, and then like sat in a cafe, and she just did her show to me, and I was like, "Oh, it's awesome!" Oh my god! But then like when she's like, "Does this make sense?" I'm like, "Yeah." Like I would never even, <laughs> even if it didn't, I'd be like, "It's amazing," because I'm just such a big fan. So. Seinfeld, right? Seinfeld, who sucks now, by the way, <laughs> sucks. He's ass. Okay, right, fair. He's not funny at all anymore. Mm. He's got too much money. Some people, they'd get too. That's what I mean. The audiences are too nice, mm-hmm. and then th- that's what you worry about is that you get so famous that they you stop trying as hard. He went, like, you know, to the sixty thousand people that were there. He went. He was in Perth, which is where I'm from, and Hay Street is the city street. He was like, you know, I was walking with my coffee. This is my Seinfeld. And I was walking down Hay Street and everyone's like, yeah. It's so clear when a comedian has gotten off a plane and mm. asked basically a flight attendant going, what's the name of the main street here? Or what is like the shitty town or the shitty suburb? Yeah. I saw Chris Rock 
go up and be like, there's like a town in New Zealand called Hamilton, which mm. is, you know, was the chlamydia capital of New Zealand for oh, a while. Oh, jeez. And he was just like, this was so shit. It was like worse than Hamilton. And like the, cra- like the crowd erupted more than anything else. <clears throat> to me, I'm like, do you think I'm an idiot? Do you think I'm an idiot? And he probably does. Yeah. But I'm still like, yeah, <laughs> yes, I'm an L does suck. Um, can I ask you to give me a review on what, how you think today went? This is, you're so insecure. This is the saddest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> you, why, why do you care so much about my approval of your podcast, which I have willingly come on as a guest? Do you know what? Um, I think that's how what, do you think it went? I think it went everywhere. Mm-hmm. I think it. Did, I think the consistency was was everywhere. I think you did really well. That's the validation that I wanted from you. Yeah. Um, it was really great having you on. No, I do. I I genuinely appreciate it. Yeah, and, it's been great. Um, we talked all sorts, mm-hmm. and um. You've rattled me with the insecure comment because now I'm just like, oh, my no, God. but it's, <laughs> it's just really funny to just be like, was I good at, like, your own podcast? You've got to have some confidence. You've got to be like, well, like, you know. There's a part of me that will cut that and there's a part of me that won't cut that. <laughs> I don't genuinely think you're insecure. I think you seem like a really lovely guy. And No, I, d- I definitely am and you've just you've gone through me. You and Tani, our couple of maths. My favorite people to watch on the show. Oh, suck my water Even though I um, um, yeah, I was I got obsessed with the show, and I've never watched a season. You never watched a season before. I've watched like an episode here and there, but this season I watched the whole thing because I had nothing else on. Did Tim? Did Tim watch it? No. no. I the thing with doing the cheap seasons, you can get away with watching stuff because you'd be like, ah, oh, for content, right? Just in case I. And then I was just doing tweets about it to right. be like, oh, this is what everyone's talking about. Now I'm still part of the fucking Facebook groups and they are toxic as hell. Oh, my God. They are so crazy. They make me so angry because they're just like the weirdest people that are like idolizing the worst people as well. Like, it's, And I think it's, it's, crazy. it's also a thing where it's like you're never as good as people say you're on this fucking like, – yeah. they gas you up to be tiny and ollie infallible like – just this amazing, it's bloody, it's a bloody slog out there, mate. <laughs> and then the bottom, you know, the people that get portrayed, they are the worst of the worst. The truth is in the middle. Yeah, right? totally. It's, it's the truth is in the middle. And I think watch doing the show made me f- feel a greater sense of appreciation for the reality TV community mm. because the demographic is widespread. Yeah. Like from 16 to 78. And people feel like they really know you. They feel like they know you personally. Like, I'll have, I'll. I, do- I feel like I knew you. Like, when you asked me to do the podcast, I'm like, oh, my old friend Ollie. And do you feel like, am I similar to what you have seen on television? I think so. Because you've also just sent me voice notes. <coughs> <laughs> you need to stop popping. Oh my God. <laughs> big up you and say you're like a really professional dude and you're doing a podcast you're like oh, oh. it's just really <laughs> just just give it a minute <laughs> let me say well, something nice well, I can't you. cough <laughs> I need a cough god damn it what do you want me to do it's, it's like you know you've those like those children who sort of like cough like while they're like got like <laughs> you're going to get into your like, phone <laughs> covered in like Bro, that is like, what Tani says I'm like all the time. Yeah. I, she calls You're like me, an iPad baby. She, she yeah. calls me the Gundy Games on your phone, kid. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it's for you. Yeah, no. Um, 
All right. Well, I want to thank Melanie Bracewell for coming on the Ollie Skelton Show that everybody rates. The acronym for that is TOSA. We appreciate your time. Mel, we've got a, we've got a little UK audience here. You've yeah. got a t- you've got a tour coming True. up in 2024, but people I know can it's get changes. there. Yeah, but I've already sold quite a few tickets. All so right, well, if you, you want to come, no, well, I still want. Right. I mean, I'm still it's February, March next year. I'm going to the UK doing a tour. And where can they find you on the talks and the grams and the? Yeah, just Melanie Bracewell on Instagram. The other social medias are dying, so don't even bother. What's the other know? social media? Um, threads. X. Oh, yeah. X. What it's happened just... to Threads, man? For a day, it was threads chaos. It was crazy, and now I haven't opened it in like oh, two weeks. I can't be bothered. Have you got the Notifications. Sure. I've got them off now. Oh god, they're coming through, and I'm like, who is downloading this app? Yeah. Um, I'll see you later. We appreciate your time so much, man. Um, no, thanks for coming on. Goodbye. Oh, and if you could just wave at the camera, you just do a little wave at. The camera.